We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome into Trust the Tape, episode 48,000. And today is Mock Draft Edition. Uh, I'm Jeff Cavanaugh alongside my co-host Dane Brugler. Good morning, Dane. Morning. Happy draft week. Yes. And so today we figured we might as well. And I know that uh, you'll put out a mock right before where you'll try to get every pick right. So instead of doing that format today, I thought we would just try to do what we thought teams should do. Forget being right. Let's talk about what teams should do before their actual GM screwed up. Right. We're trying to help them. Exactly. We're here for you guys. It's a little cheat sheet for him ahead of the draft. Yeah. So, John Lynch, uh, I heard you have 200 names on the board. You could take some of those off and just pick the guys that we tell you because you have too many. Although I have 206, which is way too many. But that happens. Okay. First round of the NFL draft. The first team on the clock will alternate, uh, which means I get the easiest pick. I get to take Miles Garrett for the Cleveland Browns. Over Dane. Trubisky? Yes, over Trubisky. Oh, my gosh. Well, keep his name handy. Okay. It'll be right back. Okay. Uh, easiest pick of the draft, yeah, right? I, we don't need Easiest to, pick of the draft. We don't need to say anything else about it. It's, it is the easiest pick, and I still think that's what's going to happen, but it's the Browns. You just never know. Uh, so what brings us to the second pick in San Francisco? You know, I, a part of me really wants to look at quarterback here. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Hoyer, Barkley, that's not going to get it done. Uh, but this is a team that needs a lot of help elsewhere. So I'm going to go elsewhere. I'm going to take Malik Cooker, safety from oh, Ohio State. Well, hold on now. I have to pick seventh, and I wanted him seventh. Why Sorry. would you take him? This is what they should do. And oh, there are two okay. difference makers in this draft, Miles Garrett and Malik Cooker, in my opinion. So... If I'm San Francisco, I am going to take the difference maker, and I think that ties the earliest that a safety's ever been drafted Man, at number two overall. He better be awesome, because you took him really, really high. He better be good off the field. Hold on, let me get a hold of my board here. I didn't know you were going to go wild on me. Hooker, right. out of there. Garrett, out of there. All right, here we go. So the Chicago Bears are picking third. We could use a receiver. We don't need a receiver, not here at three, Dane. We could use an offensive lineman. The offensive linemen are terrible. We're not going to pick one of those. We could use a linebacker, but uh, the best linebacker doesn't want to be drafted early <laughs> at all. Use a DB. We're going to take a quarterback. We're going to take Mitch Trubisky off the board. First one there. Why? Nice. Because we gave $20 million a year or whatever to a bum, and that's not going to work out long term. We're going to pick the best quarterback in the draft right there at three. I like it. Uh, sitting here, number four, the Jaguars. Hey, what I I was thinking about Trubisky here, so you you took my guy. Well, uh, sorry about your luck there, pal. Because the Jags, they're not picking up the fifth year option on Bortles. It's just not happening. And I think we've we know what Bortles is at this point. And with Tom Coughlin coming in, a good chance they go quarterback here. I, you cannot rule that out. Uh, but with Trubisky off the board, I'm not going to go Watson. Uh, I am going to go with Jonathan Allen. Give me the versatile, uh, 
defensive lineman can play inside, can play outside. I know there's a lot of bodies on that defensive line already in Jacksonville, but Jonathan Allen's just a little different. Uh, you're going to help your roster with him uh, on the team, and I think that's something that Jacksonville should consider there. Okay, I think we just broke uh, we broke the mock draft record. I don't think I've seen Solomon Thomas outside the top four yet. And he may go outside the top five as I'm looking at it. I'm the Tennessee Titans. I pick five and I pick 18, right? Well, you right. pick 18, but I get to yep. pick five. I need a receiver in Tennessee. I might need two receivers. I need a corner. Wow, I got Lattimore here. Mm-hmm. I got Corey Davis here. Both safe, or no, just one safety. I got Jamal Adams here. I got Solomon Thomas here. Mm-hmm. I got good options. You do have good options. Eeny, meeny, miny. That's what they should do, right? According to me? According to you. Okay, well, I have Solomon Thomas 16th on my big board. So Corey Davis goes to the Tennessee Titans wide receiver because he is in the top five of my board. Marcus Mariota gets his weapon. Corey Davis is awesome. Y'all just get ready. Corey Davis is awesome. I want you guys to know. Okay, so we have the wide receiver uh, at number five. Two offensive players in the top five. Interesting. Uh, and then we have at number six, the New York Jets. Um, and we could go, We ha- I think we need to go secondary here. Uh, could be Jamal Adams, a strong safety. Could be Marshawn Lattimore. The corner, uh, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Jamal Adams. Uh, I think he's just... For a rebuilding team. You can't take both my safeties, Dane. Sorry. I'm picking at seven. Sorry. I wanted a safety, and now I can't take one. I left Solomon Thomas for you. Don't worry. Fine. I'll have to take him. <laughs> With Jamal Adams, that's uh, that's who the Jets need on defense. They need someone to help rebuild that team, and I think Jamal Adams is a great place to start. So that puts the Chargers on the board at seven. Hold on. I'm going to find somewhere else to go here. <laughs> Poor Solomon. Top need. Safety. Dane took them all. Outside linebacker. No, not in the top 10. Wide receiver. I took the only good one. The Ooh. offensive line is terrible. Quarterback. Not time yet. Not at seven. I didn't want to pick Solomon Thomas. Um, him and Joey Bosa. Do the Chargers need a corner? Uh, it's not their top need, but I think every team needs a corner. Solomon Thomas. There you go. Solomon Thomas. Gus Bradley's uh, the new defensive coordinator there. Do I sound excited about it? We'll take Solomon Thomas. (laughs) Give him a shot. Local guy. All right. There you go. Uh, All right. So we have eight Carolina. I think this is pretty easy for me. Oh, it's running back. Yeah, it is running back. Uh, What they should do. Not what you think they will do. Yeah. What they should do. I'm not sure it makes a difference. I just, I really want to see McCaffrey there. Okay. okay. I, I, want to I see thought McCaffrey. you went Fournette there. No, I'm not. I, I want to see McCaffrey in Carolina. I think, uh, I'm, I'm not convinced they'll know how to use that type of weapon, but maybe they will. And, you know, Cam Newton, McCaffrey in the same offense. McCaffrey might be their best route runner from day one. I'd like to see that match. Okay, so Christian McCaffrey is a Carolina Panther, which takes us to number nine, where this is the first part where I don't want to be the GM Mm. because they need a defensive end, right? They need an edge guy, and I see a lot of Derek Barnett in the mock drafts. I just don't know that I could take Derek Barnett in the top 10. So then it's like, okay, which edge guy do you want to take in the top 10? The answer is none of them. I want all of them in the 20s. And I don't think edge is really their biggest. I mean, they have Michael Johnson and Carlos Dunlap. 
I mean, Carlos Dunlap's a solid starter, even better than a solid starter, a borderline pro bowler. Michael Johnson, on the other side, he's passable. He's serviceable. Um, so they could use an up- upgrade there on the on one side, but I don't think that's where they necessarily have to go. I'll tell you what, they've done a lot of work on Leonard Fournette. He's still hanging out there. Oh, that actually works because Jeremy Hill has kind of gone terrible on them. He's, hadn't he? he's a contract year. He averaged under four yards per carry last year. And Gio Bernard's pretty good too. He just needs somebody to be the adult because yeah. Jeremy Hill can't do it. Screw you. We're going Hassan Reddick at number nine overall. I would have thought like about it. Ruben Foster, but he doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to be picked high. He's opted out. I like it. I think Hassan Reddick's a top 10 pay, uh, player in this draft. So I like that a lot. Brings up Buffalo at number 10. Love Fournette out there. Lattimore still out there. But oh, God. We've left Lattimore out there. I need to score points. And. Sammy Watkins can't stay healthy. Give me Mike Williams. Give me the Mike guy that uh, Tyrod T- Taylor just kind of throw it in his direction. Throw it in the zip code. Mike Williams is going to find a way to come down with it. I like what you did there because it also left me with an easy pick at number 11. It I did. think At number 11, we're going to run to the podium. Corner. And we're going to take Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, that's a great situation for the Saints Corner if that happens. Ohio State. And you never know. The soft tissue stuff, maybe it's some teams pass. That it's, I don't think it's too... Too crazy to think that's a possibility. But I think we're so programmed seeing Lattimore in the top five, top six for so long that it does look a little a little weird, but yeah. I never know. So that brings up Cleveland, number 12. Uh, went with the pass rusher at one. Uh-oh, quarterback time. Uh, they could use a quarterback oh, maybe here. not. Mm-hmm. It's what they should do. What they should do. I don't think they should take a running back, so sorry, Fournette. I don't think they should take... And they could take offensive line. They could take, you know what? They're going to take the tight end. They're going to take OJ Howard. Oh, okay. I mean, he's not only is he a safe pick at this point. I think he's uh, a guy that has a high ceiling as well. Garrett's the foundation player on defense. Howard can be the foundation player on offense for Cleveland. Uh, they don't need to take a quarterback at this point. Uh, take the safe player. All right. At number 13. We have the Arizona Cardinals who Another could use possible quarterback spot. A corner. They could use a D end. They could use a quarterback. I could use an inside linebacker. I don't want to be the guy that takes the second corner because when it turns out there's like five better than him later, I look stupid. <laughs> Same thing with the ends, which means Mahomes. We're going Pat Mahomes to the Arizona Cardinals to go learn from Carson Palmer and probably have to play five or six games and probably not have a good rookie year because he's not ready. <laughs> That's the only thing I don't like about that situation <laughs> is Carson Palmer is not going to start all 16 games this year. And I mean, you do have Drew Stanton. That Wait, this is what they should do, right? Up. Not what I think is fun. Because if it was my pick, I would take Deshaun Watson before I would take Pat Mahomes. Well, okay, change it. Do Watson. I have to change it? If it's what you think they should do. Remember, this is what you think they should do. Arizona Cardinals, you should take... No, you should take neither freaking one. (laughs) You shouldn't take a quarterback yet because there are no first-round quarterbacks. Oh, which corner are we going to take, Dane? Which corner? Which end? I'm going to my board. Oh, God, people would kill me if I put one of my corners up this high. Tankersley? It would be Tabor or Tankersley. (laughs) Is Arizona like playing press man? They need help. Uh, defensive ends. Let's 
give them... Man, 13 is tough. It's tough. I mean, Mike Williams off the board. Quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I kind of like that fit. Ruben Foster, like you said, doesn't want to play. No, let's take a chance with Ruben. How about... Yeah, that one will work. We're going to take Ruben Foster. And we're going to... (laughs) What a terrible place to pick. Oh, my top corners are Tabor and Tankersley. I can't do that in good conscience. That's not allowed. Defensive ends. Who would play in Arizona well? My order is Lawson, McKinley, Watt, Williams, then Barnett. So can I in good conscience just give them Barnett? Yes, because I think he's a safe pick. Derek Barnett goes number 13. You heard it here. Jeff thinks the Cardinals should take Derek Barnett at 13. Shut up. Move on with the draft. 14. Time for 14. Philadelphia. Um... I don't. They're not passing Fournette here. Um, I don't. Yeah. Isn't that a crooked fit? I, not necessarily. Um, I, you know, I think they they do have some elements of a power run game in that offense. Um, yeah, I think Fournette will get better uh, as a pass catcher, but you still have Sproles there. I, I think you I think they should sign or they should draft Fournette. Hit this point, you cut Ryan Matthews. You still have Darren Sproles to be your pass catching back out of the out of the backfield. Fournette will get better in that regard. Yep, this picks Fournette. That's what they should do. Okay, well then at number 15, since we're doing what they should do, I don't have to care about how realistic it is. We are also taking a back, and we are taking a better running back than you took at 14, mm-hmm. as Joe Mixon is going to go help Ooh. Andrew Luck be good at football. Joe so, Mixon. Ballsy pick for Chris Ballard, his first pick as a general manager. Well, Chris Ballard didn't make it. I made it. So we're in good shape there. there Chris Ballard will be fine. But Chris, if you're listening, I guess you could wait until the second and hope to God he's there. But if you really want to win football, he'll help you more than anybody else that's left. Yeah, that's uh, it's a good fit. Frank Gore is still there. Uh, but Mixon, by the end of the year, should be taking over the carries uh, in the offensive touches. Fixed team. We have Baltimore. Uh, wide receiver is a big need. Uh, John Rosk scares me. Everything you hear about the medicals. They need offensive line badly. Uh, you know, they don't have a right tackle right now. So. Who's your best tackle? Uh, do I want to take. Oh, no. You hate them all? No, I'm trying to. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm debating here. If I want to take my top tackle, which would be Ramcheck, or if I want to take Forrest Lamp here and give him a shot at right tackle, because I think Forrest Lamp. You can play him at guard. You can play him at tackle. I'm going for slam. Give him a oh, shot. Dang. Give him a shot. Oh, dang. He's played one real football game in his life, and you just took him in the top half of the first round. And how'd he do in that one football game? He was awesome. Okay. <laughs> he was really good. And you know, Alabama. Ozzie Newsome, he's an Alabama guy. He saw Forrest Lamp kick their butt. Okay. We have the Washington Redskins at number 17. And I think I'll just go with what I've done in... How many mocks have I done? Just two, I think. I don't think there's a reason to change this pick. When you need multiple spots on the D-line, you pick Malik McDowell because he can play both of them. Yep. And if you can get him to play hard, then you just hit a home run with the 17th pick in the draft. And if you can't, well, then whoops, you screwed it up. But Malik McDowell to 17, Washington Redskins is my pick. Very possible. I think that Washington pick is kind of where we see – we might see one of this one of these character guys, the medical guys fall. You know, whether it's Ruben Foster, Malik McDowell, 
I think that's kind of going to – good chances of boomer bust in Washington there. Uh, Tennessee at 18. So at number five, get the wide receiver. They got the weapon for uh, Marcus Mariota. 18, Tennessee. I'm going to go you – know, we thought maybe Ohio State corner at five. Go with the other Ohio State corner here at 18 with Garyon Conley. All righty. That is 18, which brings us to number 19, which brings us to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, we don't have a bunch of the edge guys gone yet, do we? Well, we got Barnett gone. Thomas is gone. Garrett is gone. Which means we do have a bunch of them left. At number 19, do we want to help Gerald McCoy there on the defensive line? Do we want a running back? Do we want a safety? Do we want a tight end? Go some Njoku here. Mm. I'm going to go Dalvin Cook mm. at number 19. We all all Florida had, State backfield. We just had four running backs go in the top 19 of an NFL draft. <laughs> Man, we're idiots. How many of them did I make go? One, two, at least two. Two. And two you and made two. two of them go. How, yep. Why would you make two running backs go? I, and I took the what first two. What are you two. doing? <laughs> All right, uh, Denver at 20. Uh, this has to be offensive line. I mean, you need to get better in the trenches. Uh, give him Ramchek. I think he's the top guy this year. Uh, as long as the hip's okay, uh, give me Ryan Ramchek at 20 to Denver. Okay, Ramchek goes there. Cook went there. Hold on, I crossed my names off. Conley went there. Ramchek there. 21. The Detroit Lions. Oh, we have a choice of a bunch of edge guys here. If you're the Detroit Lions, I suppose I should be honest with myself and give them the one that I like the best, which means that Tack McKinley is about to be a Detroit Lion Mm. at number 21 overall. Like it. I see a lot of Charles Harris happening there. I see some TJ Watt happening there. Yep. But yeah, I'm just gonna. I got to put him down in my order. In my order, it would be Tack McKinley that goes. So he's a lion. Okay, McKinley and Ziggy Ansa bookend DNs. I like it. Twenty two. We have the Dolphins. Um, let's see here. Could go offensive line. I think they really would have liked Forrest Lamp there, but he's gone. Well, you're the one who took him away. No, Baltimore took him. So away. you're mad at you. I'm mad at Baltimore. Okay. Uh, let's look at defense then. This is another team I could use a pass rusher. Um, let's look at TJ Watt for the Dolphins. A guy that could put his hand on the ground, he could stand up. They can get creative with TJ Watt on that defense. Just put him in the front seven somewhere, and uh, I think he could thrive. This is not going well for my Cowboys here, Dane. Not. So we're trying to get an edge rusher here at 28. Gotta be fair to the other teams. Uh, number 23, the New York Giants. Show up here. They really need a left tackle. Uh, and I would love to sabotage them as a Cowboy fan by picking a tackle. Don't give him Jabril Peppers. And watching him. Yeah, just here, have Jabril Peppers. That'll be great. You're going to love it. Um, They could use a linebacker. Could we use a tight end here for the New York Giants? Well, they definitely could. It's not their style, but again, it's what they should do. Yeah, and they could change their style. I mean, the Giants run out more wide receivers than I believe anybody in the league. So why don't we also detach our tight end? Uh, Give me, for the New York Giants, 
I'm debating. I got a three-man debate going on. And Joku. And Joku, Zach Cunningham, mm. and Jared Davis. Or is okay. it Gerard? Gerard Davis. Gerard Davis. Eeny, meeny, miny, upside. David Njoku is going to the New York Giants. Mm. I like it. Tight and end, my jammy. I think Cowboys fans might be mad at you in a few years at that pick. Yeah, they'll get over it. 24. We're gonna pick, you're going to pick them a good player at 28, so it'll be fine. Well, hopefully. We'll see who's left. Oh, no. 24, Oakland. This is uh, where I'm, I'm glad the Giants didn't take uh, Davis, uh, Florida linebacker Jared Davis, because uh, I'm going to take him here at Oakland. They need that banger in the middle. That can be Davis. We don't talk about him enough. No, he's really good. Like we don't get, we never really get past the Reuben Foster, Hassan Reddick tier and of linebacker. I think and, the best way to describe Davis is there is not a passive bone in his body. Yeah, the problem is a lot of those bones have been bruised and battered and sprained, and the durability is really the only thing keeping Jared Davis from being a top twenty-five lock. Okay, we are at number twenty-five now. We only have one quarterback off the board. At okay, this point, that's right? what I thought. Not to pick him in my order, so I'm sorry to the Mahomes fan, uh, fan club, but Mahomes ain't going here. We're going to set up Deshaun Watson as the quarterback with the best chance to have success because he's going to a team that is pretty darn good. That has Tom Savage as the st- current starting quarterback. So Deshaun Watson, slayer of all things Alabama. Man with a resume that we can actually read that has more than 13 starts on it and was not Texas Tech. Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans, party on. Like it. All right, here we got Seattle. Uh, look, this this pick has to be offensive line. Uh, that offensive line is just it's the big weakness of this roster, and you need to keep Russell Wilson healthy. Luke Jokel is your big free agent signing, and he might not even be ready for the season. Uh, or at least for training camp. So for Seattle, let's go Garrett Bowles. Uh, talented, the most athletic tackle in this draft. Very talented, has has some upside there. So let's put Garrett Bowles to the Seahawks at 26. Bowles, Seahawks, which takes us to the Kansas City Chiefs at number 27. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking through the names of who we've picked. That one linebacker that's had a bad uh, week or two, is still available. Foster. Am I correct on that? Reuben Foster is still available. We could take a corner. We could take Reuben Foster. We're out of running back options, really. I don't like my defensive tackle options. Mahomes? Ooh, Mahomes. Behind Alex Smith? That wouldn't be a bad pick, but as a guy who doesn't believe Mahomes is going to make it, that means that I am picking Reuben Foster Mm. at number 27. Do you think he stays in the first round or drops out? I really don't know. It's don't hard either. to say. And I was placing wagers last night, and Ooh. I didn't know. But What was the over-under? Four and a half Bama guys, first round. Okay. So Howard's a lock. Yep. Uh, who's our other Jonathan lock? Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen and Howard are your locks. And then it's Cam Robinson, Reuben Foster, Marlon Humphrey. Do all three go? I, I think Cam Robinson does go. Okay. Uh, but then... Do Humphrey and Foster go? This degenerate moment brought to you by us on Trust the Tape. <laughs> you, oh, I bet under. Yeah, I think you have to. Because with Foster and Humphrey, those two together. Either one could miss. 
Mm-hmm. I need one to not yeah. make it. Yeah, that's what we need. That's tough. But Ruben Foster just went number 27. That's a good fit for Kansas City. They need a, a middle linebacker uh, replace Derek Johnson. So that, that that works. And we know Kansas City is not afraid to take chances on character, guys. So All right, don't screw this pick up. Dave. 28, we have Dallas. Crying out loud. All right, so let's uh, restack the board here at Pash Rush. John, John Ross made it. He did make it, but he's fragile. Charles Harris made it. Yep, that's kind of looking like the top guy on the board right now. Tyus Bowser made it. Mm-hmm. A corner. Zach Cunningham made it. All the corners but two made it. Yep. It's got to be Charles Harris. It's got to be the pass rusher. He's the top pass rusher available. Feel good about the corner we can get later on. Charles Harris, who I do not think will make it to 28 in the draft on Thursday night. He makes it here in this draft, and the Cowboys should not pass. Okay, at 29, oh no, my papers. At 29, that means I've got the Green Bay Packers. My corners are bad, but also young. Young and bad, and hurt last year, if I'm remembering Green Bay right last year. So let me look down my corners here. Green Bay... Uh, what do we want? Possible in a fit for Marlon Humphrey, Kevin King, or we could go offensive line. See, I'm gonna tr- I want to stay true to my board, and I think I'm gonna give him Cordrea Tankersley, and we're gonna send him to Green Bay, and we're just gonna line him up in front of somebody and say, "Go cover that dude." He fits what Green Bay wants. We're gonna take Cordrea Tankersley at 29. Although I really want him to go at 60 in the draft. 29 is where Tankersley goes. Okay. Uh, 30. Pittsburgh. Uh, they use pass rush. Um, let's see my needs. Pass rush corner. Could go receiver. John Ross. That'd be fun. Um, let's do... Tyus Bowser. I want to see, uh... How, what, what he could do on the edge. Stealer? As a stealer. Okay. I think that fits what they want to do. Tyus Bowser. When James Harrison's your top sack guy. 39-year-old James Harrison. That just That's not good. You know who I wanted to send there, but I wasn't picking 30th? I like Carl Lawson there just to take over for James Harrison. He seems like, yeah, he seems like a stealer. He does. Walk right in. High five on your way out, James. And there you go. I got it from here. Okay, at number... 31, the Atlanta Falcons. What do we want to do if we're in Atlanta? We want to copy Seattle every chance we get. (laughs) And what do we need? We have offense. We have lots of offense. Can we get some versatile edge help somewhere? Let me look at our edges. Who do we have left? Mm. I'm thinking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm thinking. How about mm. Zach Cunningham mm. as an Atlanta Falcon? Is that a weird fit to try to figure out where I can fit him there? Might need more of an end. Might need more of an end. No, no. I'm just going to take the football player. Yeah, we're going to take. Uh, we're going to take Zach Cunningham, the linebacker from Vanderbilt, and I'm going to leave it up to somebody else to figure out where to put him in. That's okay. What I'm going to do. There you go. It's up to you, coaches. There you go. Uh, that brings us to the final pick in round number one. That is the New Orleans Saints at 32. They got their corner at number 11 with Lattimore. And here at 32, I think we got to double up on defense. 
get the defensive player uh, that can help rush the passer up front. And the top rush pass rusher at this point is... Hey, you can't have Carl Lawson because I'm rewinding to 31 and I'm giving him Carl Lawson. <laughs> Be okay. rewound to 31. So if you want Zach Cunningham, <laughs> Zach Cunningham just had a terrible draft day. He walked up to the podium and then they told wait, him they we were wait, kidding. Wait. It's kind of like the end of the, the they, Oscars. They like, mulligan. No, yes. sorry, read the wrong name. Wrote the wrong card. Goodell, Goodell wrote the, or, uh, read the wrong name on the card. Cunningham looks just like Lawson. So okay. it was very confusing. But Carl Lawson went 31st to Atlanta. Him and Vic Beasley are coming for your quarterback. All right, there you go. Uh, and so I am not taking Carl Lawson at 32. Is that who you were taking? Uh, I was. I don't know. I was going to take pass okay. rusher probably. So I think this leaves me with no other option but Taco Charlton here. I thought you said pass rusher. Uh, yes, sir, I did. And I said Taco <laughs> and then you Charlton. you said Taco Charlton. Yes. What, what? You heard me correctly. Those two don't. Okay. That's yes. what we're going with. Okay. So uh, this is interesting. So in this scenario, what three? Only three corners go first round. That's because uh, I couldn't figure out what order to pick them in. The top two corners from Ohio know. State, and then Tankersley. Uh, I don't. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe that'll happen uh, in real life. John Ross falls through the first round undrafted in the first. Cam Robinson, same thing, and uh, so is Mahomes, which. Not gonna happen. It's not life. going to happen. But, but we're here trying to help your franchise. Exactly. You don't have to do it right if you don't want to. That's all up to you, coaches, GMs, owners. That's your deal. Yeah, I feel I feel good about the way the board looks. And again, you just look down at your little board and you're like, man, I'm gonna have make awesome picks in the second round and then the third round and then I'm gonna find a starter in the fourth round. I love this draft. This obviously could have gone way differently. Oh, yeah. But you still would have ended up, instead of saying, oh, my God, look who's here, you would have said, oh, right. my God, look who's here. Yep. It just would have been different names. No, and this, look, I I say this every year. I have no problem getting every single one of my picks wrong in my mock draft. I don't care about that. I care about my rankings and my personal evaluations. But when it comes to mock drafts, if I get every pick wrong, that means it is an exciting draft. And that's that's what we're here for. You know, we want to have that excitement on draft day. That's what makes it such a fun fan event. That's why we love to cover it, uh, is just the intrigue. It's the ultimate reality show with uh, the twists and the turns. And thankfully, NFL Network and ESPN are kind of buying into that as well. They don't, they're not tipping the picks anymore. Uh, so it's, it's something that's going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, this year, especially this year when we have so much intrigue. Because I really think after so many picks, between say 15 and 50 or whatever it is you know that's there's no clear-cut consensus uh, you know a lot of these guys are on that similar tier uh so we're, we're definitely going to see some surprises on on the first round on thursday night well i will tell you that our draft is very vegas like according to my numbers because when i was on bovada i believe the over under on offensive players in the first round was 12 and a half, and a half. Yeah. i believe we just picked 13 there you go. And our 13 includes, and in, in, you know, most likely not to go on the four, actual draft. Four running backs. Joe Mixon. Right. So but we didn't include Mahomes, who will go. Right. We didn't include Mahomes. John we, Ross, we didn't include. We didn't include Cam Robinson. Right. So who knows? Now, I guess you could have what? Dalvin Cook out? You mm, could. Right. You could have Joe Mixon out. Those guys in Vegas know what they're doing. Should I bet the over? Yeah, I sat there last night and I was like, dude. I study this stupid draft, yeah. and I won't bet these. I have well, there no were, idea. There were some that were I thought were easy. Uh, yeah, they took them down, Dane. They oh, took did them they? down. I deposited the money because I saw a screenshot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's easy. That's easy. And I went, and all the player ones were gone. Oof. It was only 
offensive or defensive, Bama players, running backs in the first round, receivers in the first round. Yeah, because the ones I saw, Trubisky. Yeah, at nine, like nine, ten and a half or nine. Nine and, and, a, and half. a half. Yeah, I think it's an easy under. I was taking under. Mike Williams was I think nine and a half over. That's, that's an easy over. I mean, who's taking him top eight, top nine? I don't think I don't see anyone. Uh, Hassan Reddick was like seventeen and a half. I think that's under easy under. Um, I'm hoping four new guys net, four and a half over. So maybe he well, goes to Jacksonville. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. I'm hoping they put up new prop bets today so yeah. I can get a hold of them before they disappear. That's what I'm hoping for. Because all that's left is the ones where I was sitting there and with buddy Kevin Turner, who worked with at 105.3 The Fan, and we are sitting there, and it's like, dude, we do this. How many offensive players are going? We're like, well, it's 12 or 13. It's like, what's their number? <laughs> 12, 12 and a half. half. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> How many defensive players are going? We're like, was it 18 or 19? And it's like, what's the number? 18 and a half. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I'm out. Nope. Can't do it. Well, and that's what the first round, who knows? Because again, I think between picks 15 and 50, whatever it is, you know, it's, they're all on a similar tier in terms of talent and where you could see them coming off the board. So it's, it's anybody's guess. And that, again, that you get excited if you have an early second round pick, you know, sorry, Cowboys, but you know, the team's picking in the early second round. They're going to be really excited when they restack their board Thursday night and see who's available for them on Friday. Yeah. And that's why I think several teams in the late first, if they get a call to move back into the early second, it's going to be awfully intriguing. Yeah. I think probably about 80% of the league wants to move down. Probably. Who wants to come up? Unless there's a quarterback that falls or yeah. one of these tackles. Yeah. I think like, those are the two positions that you have to look at. Uh, what's going to happen to your boy Jabril Peppers now with the diluted sample? Uh, for me, he went from a fourth-round player to not draftable. Wow. So how did he go for somebody who actually likes him? Like, you like him. I do like him. I, I mean, I think he's a top 40 player, um, you know, borderline round one type of guy that you consider. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough because it's I, – I, I could buy his explanation. I could. You know, he had a play – or he had, he had the combine, he was bo- doing both linebacker drills and defensive back drills. So he was doing two days at the combine in terms of working out. I understand taking a lot of water. That's fine. Uh, but at the same time, it still goes down as a failed drug test. I mean, that, that's how the teams look at it. And so presumably he enters the program. He enters the NFL in the program. And I haven't looked, I haven't heard of drug problems being an issue with him, right. but it's still something that attaches to him that you have to consider. I wonder why the combine can't do what the rest of the league does. Cause I, I obviously didn't know this until yesterday. I think I saw, a, I think it was a Joe Thomas tweet, mm. the Cleveland uh, left tackle. You need to follow. He's one of the best followers on Twitter. And he tweeted out, he was like, has anybody else never had a diluted sample? He was like, I had a diluted sample. So I went again an hour later and it was fine. Right. And I think it was Jeff Schwartz, the former Giants linebacker, who was like, me too. Yeah. And then some other player retweeted, he's like, me too. Why don't you test them 60 minutes later? Right. Is the combine schedule so rigid that they're like, we don't have time for that. Like, it's a fail. You're well, done. I don't think they know the results right away. Oh, okay. So they don't know until... I wonder how they know in the league then. Like, because Joe Thomas said he's done it before. He's like, where I had it, and then 60 minutes later, it was like, go. Go again. Right. So I don't... Maybe the, the tester... Well, I mean, because at the combine... It has to be quick. It has, they, they do 350 guys. Right. So it has, okay, you know, do your piss test, go. And they just, they store all of them, send them off to the, to the lab. But when, you know, maybe certain guys have to do their tests, you know, the, the guy that's doing the sample, that's actually watching them do it, 
says, okay, you know what? This this doesn't look right. This looks like it might be a diluted. Here, let's try again in an hour. So they have a little more patience in that scenario where the combine, and that's the same thing with like the medicals and everything. It's just, it's uh, it's a conveyor belt. They're just getting these guys in, out, because they have so many players to get through in Indianapolis in such a short period of time. Well, good job, Jabril. I mean, well, for, for a guy who already had questions. Ruben Foster said the same thing. He said his diluted sample was because of... Well, he was sick. Right, and so he was dehydrated, and he had, yeah, and... Look, it's a very convenient excuse, but at the same time, you could. I don't think it's out of the. It's. But that's what makes it. You so, have to consider it. That's what makes it so difficult now for NFL teams. Exactly. Because now it's all a matter of do I believe you? Right. Because and, if I believe you, and I don't think that you smoke weed, right, then I can still take you exactly where I was going to take you. Right. But if I believe you and I'm wrong, you're in the program, and we're going to get caught on this. Right. We're going to get caught all the time. And with Foster, because if you couldn't pass here, yeah, you're not going to pass. And, but and with Foster, it's just it was like the next thing. It was just you know the medicals, uh, the being sent home from the combine, uh, not being able to work out prior to the draft, and now this. So it's just the latest thing for him, and that's why there's a good shot that he falls. With Peppers, it's I think a lot cleaner. Where you know he yes he had a rough upbringing, but. There's, I have not heard anything about drugs being an issue in his past or uh, this guy being a criminal or anything. like. So character, to me, is not an issue with Jabril Peppers. But, again, you have to you can't just ignore this test either. You have yeah. to kind of do your due diligence and figure it out and figure out what's going on. And this is why I hate draft week. I love draft night and draft weekend. I hate draft week because stuff like this comes out. And for teams... They're playing catch up. You only have so many teams or so many so much time to do your research. And Caleb Brantley, the Florida uh, the Florida defensive tackle, uh, who has his own issues, uh, reportedly is being charged with battery because he punched a woman, knocked her unconscious, knocked a tooth out. I, I mean, how does he get drafted now? It's just it's I I don't know how these team or how these players let stuff like this happen, uh, especially this close to the draft. And if you're a team. You only have so much time to do uh, do your investigation and find out what the truth actually is. So, yeah. well, good luck to him. And remember, uh, Lyle can't Col- wait for Thursday. I Lyle Collins, do, remember yeah. what happened with him? Yeah. So you never know. So we got what's today? Is today Tuesday? It's Tuesday. I got Tuesday, Wednesday. The toughest is going to be Thursday because I have to do a full radio show before the draft. You have to I'm talk just, before you have to talk. I'm just going to be sitting there rocking. Like, yeah, guys, how's everybody? So you're going to be at, at the. That's Star, right? Yes. Doing uh, coverage for 105.3 The Fan. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I'll be. Uh, I'll also be at the Star. I'll be at a different part of the building doing coverage for DallasCowboys.com. Also providing coverage for 105.3 The Fan and CBSSports.com. So uh, I'll be in three different places uh, Thursday and then on Friday, Friday and Saturday, Saturday. We'll team up. Right. It'll you, be- me, KT, and Broadus, uh, and probably some guests along the way doing every pick Friday and Saturday night. You can listen to that on DallasCowboys.com. It'll be streamed as well as, well, on 105.3, it'll be streamed 1053 on... 1053thefan.com, right. you will also have it. So exactly. You have, to pick your, you have to pick your favorite. Which website do you like the best? Yeah. Uh, me, I'm a 1053thefan.com uh, Understandable. Guy. Everything runs real smooth. Yeah. Just the interface. It's real... I, this, man, it's nice. That's where your paycheck comes from. And so, what did yeah. you think? Do you think the DallasCowboys.com website is pretty good? Is that, I'd say so. That's a pretty good website, too? Yeah, I, I'd say, I mean, I, I get... I get paychecks from both places, so oh, I need to be well, careful what I say. Great uh, website. You can't go wrong, either Just way. Awesome websites, yeah. man. All right, well, we will talk to you on... Uh, we will talk to you on Thursday if you guys... Tune into it and Friday and Saturday. And then I'd imagine we'll do a trust the tape next week. Yeah, we gotta review all this. There's gonna be we'll, a lot to digest and 
kind of talk about, and they're, they're you know who knows what will happen. See you guys at the draft and next week. Enjoy. Party on, party on, party people. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.